Welcome to Consciousness Unfiltered. Get ready for a very different, vulnerable, and uncensored conversation with Dr. Anthony Mattis and his amazing guests. They'll be sharing the powerful tools of access consciousness that have helped thousands of people all over the world to create change in every area of their lives. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Consciousness Unfiltered. I am Dr. Anthony Mattis, and I am joined by Julia Sotis Mattis, uh, Access Consciousness Facilitator. And uh, the topic of today is choosing beyond ordinary. So, you know, I've been, for those of you who've maybe been watching some of these uh, live streams or listening to these podcasts, I've been interviewing a lot of people who've been in Access Consciousness for quite some time. Julia, this is like your ninth anniversary, like today. And like, what a coincidence. We didn't even plan it this way. Today's your ninth anniversary when you started Access Consciousness. And you're actually, you're 28 years old, right? So if my math is correct, you started Access Consciousness at the age of 19. And one of the things, so welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Anne. (laughs) And, um, you know, Gosh, we, you know, there's just so much information out there about a lot of different things and a lot of different topics. And there's a strong point of view out there that like you have to have a problem to do something like access consciousness. Right. I certainly did. I had a lot of problems when, you know, I started access consciousness and being in the healing profession. You know, I was always um, searching all these different techniques and, and whatnot. So. But you started at 19 years old, which is very different. And that's why we, you know, Jennifer came up with the name Choosing Beyond Ordinary. So as a 19-year-old, why in God's name with, you grew up well, you had a beautiful life. I know your family very well. They loved having children. They like, they did everything in their power to create a beautiful life for you and your sister. And you've had a beautiful life. Why would just your average 19 year old want to do something like access consciousness? <laughs> That's a really good question. Um, <laughs> well, I, maybe I wasn't your av- your average 19 year old and I was a little bit weird and a little bit wacky and that's why. But I just, I just always knew that there was a different reality possible. And, and I've dedicated my life to exploring that. Like, little bit obsessively actually and maybe not the most gracefully but I've dedicated everything I mean it's really my top priority is looking at um, what goes beyond this reality what are those energies and what are those spaces and I'm, I'm basically obsessed and um, I find it fascinating it's like the most interesting topic that I've come across and and, and, and I also want to discover it, too, so that I can open the doorway for other people to have an easier time discovering that and discovering that life can be a magical kingdom rather yeah. than, you know, the pain and suffering and anxiety that it is for 99% of people out there, you know? Yeah. So, like, so, but again, being like a teenager at 19 years old, because there's, because I, you know, I, you know, I have kids, right? We have kids. You have, you have stepkids. You're my kids. Are your stepchildren. Yeah. I'm a Twenty-year-old now. I mean, he's not a kid anymore. He's in the Marines, and I have a seventeen-year-old who's going to be eighteen soon, and we have a twelve-year-old daughter, right? And so, and it's like, but it's a different time. It's like my gender. I'm twice your age, right? So it's like I grew up very differently than you guys did, and you all have been very influenced by social media. 
and, you know, cell phones and technology. And, you know, there was still like computers were starting to get into people's homes when I was a kid, but it was like only one out of 20 kids had a computer when I was, you know, we were still yeah. going outside and playing. And then I grew up, you know, very rural in Canada. So it's a little bit behind the time. So yeah. we're just starting to come into homes 20 years later, later because we were 20 years behind. Yeah. So, but like, you know, so what was that like? What was that like awareness? Because you still, you know, you were 19, you went to university, right? But you knew that somewhere in your universe, you're like, what else? What else? What what do you think created that what else in your universe? And then what actually gave you the courage to seek what else, knowing that it was going to be different from uh, maybe your friends, um, maybe some family members, uh, definitely the kids in college. You know what I mean? Like what made you say, you know what? I know this is out of the box, but I don't care because I know that there's something over here that I haven't really been presented with yet, but I'm going for it anyway. Like what gave you the courage to do that? And like, how did you know? Like, you know? Well, I guess I, I was born knowing I, there's no how exactly. Like I remember being, I remember being five years old and walking around my house and I played this game with myself now and again. And it was, it was, cutting the imaginary it was though there was an imaginary paper across the room that was like at the height that I could stand and have my little scissors and I used these I used my fingers as scissors and I would walk around the house cutting the imaginary paper everywhere that I went and and I enjoyed walking around that way and cutting the paper but I was like I was like I wonder if it's fate if I, if I go to the left right now, or I wonder if that's a choice that I'm making. Mm. So I've always questioned uh, choice and karma. And I'm like, mm. is there such a thing, like from five years old, because I'm like, what makes me, what puts me here? How did I get here? Why am I here? Mm -hmm. And is the next choice I'm about to make a destiny, or is it right. free will? And right. the you know, finally I got answers and realized that it was free will and there is no such thing as destiny, but that was always just who I was. And then I'm a bit of a, I seem very nice on the surface, but I'm a bit of a scary character sometimes. And I just won't let anybody get in my way. Yeah. I don't, I guess from my whole life, I haven't truly cared enough what people think in order for it to stop me. This drive has been stronger than, um, than what people thought about me. So like seeing like kids like in their twenties, like you're, cause you're still in university by the time you started access consciousness and you definitely didn't choose access because you're like, I have problems and I want to find some technique to make me feel better. It's like when you first learned about access, you're like, wow, that matches the energy of this thing that this I've always been around. And I'm really yeah. curious and I'm going to go see what this is about. And here you are nine years later. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it was just like, you know, it was just um, like through my high school years, even middle school, like I was reading um, a lot of books about, you know, um, religion and uh, spirituality and self-help and 
And I was reading and reading and reading, and I, I just loved it. I ate it up, and I always tried to use the principles as best I could. But then when I found access, it was like the, the it took the principles and then gave you the tools to institute them, which I hadn't found in, in any previous modalities that I had done. Right. And, and that was so exciting. That was the most exciting find that I had come across. And I mean, to stick with something really hardcore for nine years is not yeah. something I've ever done. It's always been, oh, I like this. And then I wander to this and wander to this. But yeah. this particular way of looking at consciousness, access consciousness, is just so, um, it's so exciting that, and it's so true to what I know that I, I just keep, keep using this modality because it is so, it, it's constantly stimulating, it's constantly changing, and it's constantly promising what it, it promise, it's constantly delivering what it promises, which yeah. you don't see very often, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm not sure which question to ask first. So, okay, let's start with like, in the beginning, in the early days, what would you, could you share some of like your go-to tools that you use to sort of like create, start the path of the creating the life? What were the go-to tools that actually matched the energy of what you knew were possible before it actually started showing up about that? Yeah. So, um, okay. So the first thing is I learned this question um, when I first came to, came across the tools of access, um, and that was asking the question, what would it take? So what would it take for blank to show up? What would it take for this to show up? And, you know, I had, I had been right before I started access, I had been reading a lot of the power of your subconscious mind, which, um, I used and that gave me. It was actually the tools in the power of your subconscious mind that opened the door for me to find access because in the power of your subconscious mind, you just keep saying like the word that of something you'd like to create. So I kept saying I was working on the golf course at like 18 and I'm like, okay, I'm going to use the tools of the power of your subconscious mind. So I'm riding around on my golf cart. You know, I was the drink lady on the golf course and had lots of free time between customers. So I'm riding around on the golf course on my golf cart and I'm use I'm saying magic, magic, like, like dreams coming true, magic, amazing possibilities, magic. And I just like going around the golf course, bopping around, like saying that because that was the best tool that I had available at the time. Right. So then when I came to access, I learned this tool of of turning it into a question mm. and asking a question, yeah. which was like, I was like a dog with a bone because it was the best <laughs> tool that I had found. Yeah. And so I started asking, what would it take for, um, you know, uh, me to be able to travel around the world? What would it take for me to have more consciousness? What yeah. would it take for me to have a really, really cool relationship? What mm. would it take for me to, you know, have people in my life who are who are light and silly and fun and full of possibilities. And so I started asking, what would it take for this to show up? And what right. would it take for this to show up? And I would just constantly be asking, and what would it take for that? And what would it take for that? 
And it was like just this constant exploration. So I love that tool. Yeah. And, and so much of what I have in my life today is a result of all of those, what would it take for this to show up? And what would it take for that to show up? And because the universe is really on its own time frame, So I asked then and some of it showed up like the next day. And some of it, you know, showed up five years later. Yeah. Or, or seven years later and it's so it's sort of all over the place because the yeah. universe doesn't have a sense of time it just brings it as fast as it can yeah awesome and one thing that i've learned well one thing that i the, one of the first things i noticed about you when i first met you i think you were probably like 21 years old and we was at um, my very first certified facilitators in costa rica and i was like i couldn't believe like the questions that were coming out of your mouth i'm like wow. I'm like, who's this young gal? I'm like, well, she's pretty hot too. But I'm like, oh, dirty old man, dirty old man. Stop it. And I'm like, but she's asking like really, really profound questions. It's like, that's, those aren't normal questions that, that come out of a 21 year old, you know, and they weren't about your problems. It was a question of curiosity because you wanted to like go into this doorway and find out more information. It's like, what else can I know here that will actually exponentialize my life even more? So that was a really cool um, attribute, if that's what you want to call it, that, that I noticed about you. And that was really neat. Um, so one of the common themes, if anybody who's been listening to any of these podcasts that I've been doing, um, is, is you've heard a lot of the, the people who've been interviewed talk about living in and as the question, which is one of the primary tools we learn in access is to always be in the question and, and not into conclusion. So that's, a lot what Julia's talking about and she was able to have things show up in her life because she was willing to go into the question. God knows I did a lot of affirmations. I did the power of now and all this other crap and more sure. of it. Nothing would freaking show up. It seemed like every time I'd ask it to go, no, no. Yeah, for me too, honestly. The only thing. Like, what the fuck? You yeah, know? It did it for years, for you me. know? And so, but like, gosh, asking questions really creates. So, one thing also, being in the healing profession as a chiropractor for a really long time and having children, the children at the ages that I do, I, I've noticed that I, I've seen this like level of like depression increase in teens and, and people in their early 20s. Can you, now that you're 28, right, and, and kind of going through that, that particular generation and being closer to them than I am, what... Like, what would you like to say to them? Like the young gals that are like maybe struggling, like with the way things are, like all this pressure to look a certain way or to be a certain way. I don't know, but there just seems to be so much depression, so much cutting, so much suicide today. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, seriously, what the fuck is going on? And look, look, I've done a lot of different techniques. And if you are someone who's struggling out there, I know these tools can help you. And that's what they are. They're just tools. It's not a religion. It's not a philosophy. Okay. They're tools. But what could you say to that generation, generations of kids, late teens, early twenties, kids in college today? Like, what can you share with them about maybe what it is that they're going through? And what would you like to actually see change for them? Well, I think that the major thing is, is people don't have a, like kids that age don't have a sense of their future, you know, right. energetically and cognitively. It's like when you're that age and, you know, you're supposed to be able to do anything and be anything, 
but then there's not really a whole lot of possibilities that are available. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If you're looking within this reality, see, I was more about that. Be more specific, if you could. Well, I was I was looking for something that wasn't in this reality. I wanted something beyond it. But I know that if I only saw the normal world and the normal set of possibilities as available to me, I would have a really hard time with that. I mean, Mm. I definitely would be very depressed and on medication for sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, I would. I mean, Mm -hmm. if I, you know, could even make it because it's like we just we know that something else is possible. Like this generation knows that something else is possible. They feel it somewhere deep down, but they can't find it anywhere. Yeah. It's like the only options that they're given are you know, it's like the, like the, there's like COVID-19 and there's, you know, the world economy is, is set to collapse apparently. And, and we have this, these, this crazy, horrendous political thing going on. And it's like, it's like, where do you look and you see a world of possibilities? And, and, and then a lot of people will go to fantasy to, yeah define that to a fantasy land but then it it, it's like the fantasy promises that things will get better and that you can have a great life but the fantasy doesn't deliver and can't deliver because a fantasy isn't founded in what's possible so it's like the fantasy doesn't work the practical reality doesn't work um you know and so it's like where do you find you where do you create you where do you express you You know, it's not, it's not like where you had, you know, in the 1940s where it's like you, the really exciting new possibility was for a woman to have a career or maybe a woman wanted to have babies or maybe a woman wanted this, but it's like, now it's like sort of on this sort of grim landscape, you know what I mean? And it's like, so what I would do, you know, is like start asking what else is possible beyond this reality and, and start using the tools. I mean, the only thing I can give her the tools of access, cause that's the only yeah. thing that's helped me, you know? So YouTube yeah. videos. And I just watched, I watched like years of YouTube videos. I mean, I watched yeah. YouTube videos till the cows came home on access consciousness and uh, podcasts didn't come out until, you know, five years ago or whatever, but podcasts and it just inspired me and I started to see that I had a a future and that maybe the world had a future if we all started using um you know consciousness yeah that's awesome so what and there's tons of free content you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com and you can you know subscribe and, and you know and get these weekly videos I know Dr. Dane here creates a lot of amazing um you know tour of consciousness videos and that's what I used to do too because I didn't have the money to go to all the classes and I would just watch the videos and use yeah. the tools and it just things just started showing up in my life until I was able to start getting to the classes and stuff. Exactly. So you know and certainly for me like I remember in, being in high school like you know I did not fit the mold and it's like you know you'd have things like career day right and it's like all these different types of careers but it's like none of them like fit me. I'm like yeah. you know what I mean? There's a chiropractor who came. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the, it wasn't even a chiropractor. And then I this, I go to chiropractic school and find out that only 12% of the people in our country even go to a chiropractor. Maybe that's increased now since I've, uh, you know, sort of 
you know, not, not practice as a chiropractor anymore. I'm still licensed, but, uh, but now just doing being an access conscious facilitator, which is sort of matches the energy of who I be and as well as you. So what would you like to see? And Julia, by the way, is also a co-author of uh, two books. Um, one is called The Doorway to Possibilities. And she's also a co-author of Relationships Done Easy. So if you want to check that out, I guess they can find that where, Julia? On the Access Consciousness website? No, on Amazon. Oh, on Amazon. Okay, cool. How does it get better than that? Yeah, All right. Please. So what would you like to like see in the world, especially like for, I know it's for everyone because you facilitate adults. You facilitate people in their 50s and 60s and 70s, 70s, you know, and, and even older. But like it, like what would you like to see happen in the world like really because of the tools of access consciousness and in particular, like maybe kids in their early twenties uh, or even teenagers and stuff like that. What would you like to see as a result of the tools of access consciousness? Oh my gosh. It's just, it's endless. I mean, one of the things is like for people to be more connected to the earth mm. because we don't do well when we're separated from the earth, you know? It's sort of like those old Aboriginal, you know, practices and stuff where they lived on the land and they were connected to the earth and they used the land. And I'm not saying that, you know, we need to live in teepees, but it's like, <laughs> but it's like, it's, it's, the earth is, has so much to teach us. And one of the, the a really cool question uh, in Access that Shannon O'Hara posed was like, do you look to your family for how to be, or do you look to a tree for how to be? Because a tree is actually going to teach you a much greater way of being in the world than anything that humanity can teach you. And unfortunately I don't have a whole lot of belief in humanity. Um, and the, the less I have put my belief in humanity and the more I've put my belief in the earth, the more uh, happy and healthy and and full of possibilities that I've felt. So, um, and and that was really something, you know, <laughs> Gary Douglas once asked me, he's like, so you believe in humanity then? And I'm <laughs> like, yeah, I do. And so I've started to look at that and, and kind of to give that up because it's like, you know, everything about being a young person, having a career, is about looking to others for validation. And when you're looking to others for validation, you're sort of looking into a black hole. You yeah. know, nobody can validate you. So then like a few people tell you you're bad and then what does that mean? But it's like, what if you have other things to gift? And what if you have other things to receive? And, and what if it wasn't putting, putting all your faith into other people, approving of you or disapproving of you in your career or in your relationships? You know, that that's the wonderful thing about access is I never had, excuse me, I never had to do that because I, I, as soon as I came to access, everything was about looking to me for the answers and about looking to the earth for the answers mm. rather than about looking at other people for the answers. So, I mean, I would start, you know, spending time in nature and talking to nature and asking nature what it can teach you and show you and and what you can receive from it and and it will be happy and mm. as you 
as you be present with nature, nature becomes stronger. And as we're all more connected to the earth, the earth becomes stronger. And I don't mean that in an airy fairy foo-foo way. I mean, I still like living in my house and I don't like going out in the hot summer heat and, you know, I use an umbrella, but it's like, I mean it in the sense of like, you know, people aren't going to give you what you're looking for, but the earth will. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's this, this harmonious relationship if you're willing to have it, you know, with our beautiful planet that, you know, it's like, we, I think we forget that we're like floating around in space and it's like, you know, within our galaxy here, oh. universe, we have this beautiful Totally. different organisms and stuff like that that are full of life and consciousness. And it's like, and we really do take it for granted. And yes. that it's was like, one how of, did we get here? How? Yeah, how? Right. You know, it's like, gosh, if you want to watch something really humbling for me is watch the, the show, how the universe works. It's like, oh my God. And out of that, like made it made this but why did we get selected to have this amazing habitat right to create and it's like my god we've we've collectively we've abused it it's like you know what would it take you know what would it take for us to actually have a more honoring nature for this beautiful planet that we get to play on and to live on uh, so that, that was really well said. And, uh, and one thing about the, the native Americans I know is they just had gratitude. You know what I mean? Even when they used the animals for food or for shelter or for clothes, they had gratitude for, yeah. I'm not saying all of them did, but a lot of them did, did, you know? Did you know that they used like every part of the animal? Like its bladder was like their, like their water bottle and yeah. its hide and every bone and every right. piece was used and celebrated and it was so beautiful the way that they that they they like had gratitude and the feathers and the yeah. beautiful art and oh it's just a beautiful way to live and and I'm not saying we want to get back to that but I would like to get forward to something that includes that along with a whole bunch of other stuff that yeah. that um you know has not existed uh, maybe ever before in the in the edicts of time uh, yeah. that that I know that we're all capable of, you know. Yeah, it's like the way we're going. If you watch that cartoon, that movie Wall-E, Wall-E, <laughs> it's like, oh my God! If we don't start changing things, we're gonna end up, you know, floating around on those uh, those um, wheelchairs that float in space, drinking smoothies because everybody's like totally obese. Yeah, There's no farming anymore. Food anymore. <laughs> All our food comes out of like this microwave or whatever. And it's like, I don't know, watch that movie, but it's like, oh my God. And the yeah. whole entire uh, Earth's atmosphere is all filled with all these different satellites. It's oh. like a junkyard of satellites. Yeah. But watch that movie Wally. If, if, like, if we don't start making some changes, uh, you know, we might be heading that way. Yeah. And the other thing is, too, is like, you know, I, this isn't a grim, it's actually not a grim conversation and it's not meant to be grim. It's like, it's like we, we have so much power and potency. And one of the ways that we can really have that and be that is to have a sense of humor about things. You know yeah. what I mean? One of my favorite things right now, um, well, actually over the last four years is to watch the politics on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> it's absolutely hysterical. Because oh it can't be taken seriously. And, right. and so much of what we think is so important and so significant and so ja, 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 it's like, let's just laugh. 
you know, yeah. and laughter yeah. heals the earth. And it's like, I have a great sense of humor. You have a great sense of humor. And you and I, you know, just laugh all the time. And we're so silly around the house and just goofy and goofy yeah. with the kids. And, and, and that's the kind of life that I want to live. And very inappropriate. And inappropriate. And, and it's just fun. It's just fun. And, yeah. and, and, and it's like, you know, we've been able to create something that uh, doesn't fit labels and it doesn't fit yeah. rules and it doesn't fit a model of any kind of family that I see. It's like total like wildness. And, <laughs> and, 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 but we've also been able to create and to facilitate and, 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 and each of you out there listening has this amazing possibility, you know, with your sense of humor and with your ability to laugh, yeah. to, to change the world, you know? Yeah. And it's like, watch things that make you laugh and, and be the silly person and happy person that you are. Yeah, truly, because because who you are and what you are matters and it makes a difference because every single one of you are unique in your own way. And that is the gift to the world. So I don't care who's abused it out of you, <laughs> uh, smacked it out of you, uh, raped it out of you. It's still there. Nobody could ever fucking take it away from you. And yeah. that's the gift of these tools, too, because no matter what you've been through, um, your past doesn't have to dictate your future. You can be a contribution to the world, to your family, to your community and whatever. And so that, that really is the invitation. And so, and again, and the, you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to have you here is not only because of how brilliant you are, but the fact that you chose this path at such a, such a young age. And it, it, it I, you know, obviously my first wife committed suicide when she was 30 years old, she was diagnosed with bipolar, but it bothers me when I hear about these kids cutting themselves at 15, 16 years old and, and, you know, or thinking about ending it all and stuff like that. And it's like, no, there's another possibility out there. You just haven't been presented with it. And it's like people are hold, people hold on to like what they know and people are almost okay with being lied to. And it's like, and then they walk around thinking that there's nothing else that's possible. And that's something that I've been realizing lately. I'm like, don't these people realize that they're being lied to? But then it's like they give access a bad name because it's so far out of mainstream that they would rather be lied to and have that shitty, crappy life than to actually go outside the box and try something different so they could ultimately have more of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is that? And that's okay. You know what I mean? That's the that's the thing of like not believing in humanity. You know what I mean? Like we have to let people make their own choices, even if they're not nice choices, and and allow ourselves to have the laughter and our, allow ourselves to have the brightness. And that way those who who are willing to be inspired will come along rather than saving everybody. You know it's the I mean? kids though that I want to reach because it's like, it's the adults that are not like doing whatever it takes to show them a different possibility. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that, I guess I don't have allowance for that. And that's where I yeah. need to be. Well, I see, I mean, I see people as like four trillion years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I see it as sort of like, 
I wasn't that young when I started. I'm 4 trillion years old and you're 4 trillion years old. So it's like there's 20 years between us. So yeah. you're 4 trillion years plus 20 and I'm 4 trillion years minus 20. Exactly. No big deal. Exactly. You know what I mean? And that's how we yeah, I get it. And it's not nice to see that. And it's like what what yep. laughter can we all be that, you know, and, and healing and there's just, oh, just go check out the tools of access because – you're yeah. right, Anthony. There's just such a different possibility available. Cool. So, um, so you are you're a facilitator. So you facilitate the bars, which mm -hmm. is one of the first things you start with in access the foundation. You're talk to the entities facilitator. You're a right voice for you facilitator, which is a fucking amazing class. Yeah. So, how can people find you? Where can they find you? And where all the classes that you're doing? Yeah. So. Um, I have a website called juliasotis.com and uh, and then I am on the access site, accessconsciousness.com slash juliasotis. I'm juliasotis Mattis, but I left my business as juliasotis. So you can Google that and, and find all kinds of things. And I do all kinds of different things and, and kind of whatever fun ideas pop, I do a class on it. You know what I mean? So um, something I have coming up soon that I'm really excited about is a class about opalescent white light and how to use all the different applications of opalescent white light, which is a, a type of healing energy and how to, how to use that. So there's all kinds of different things and you can just check out my website and there's lots going on. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank yeah. you so much for being on the show and um, yeah. So I guess I look forward to seeing you in two seconds after we're done. Yeah, see you in person someday <laughs> in the other room. <laughs> yeah, so check out Julia. If you want to check me out, you can go to www.dranthonymattis.com. And there's amazing facilitators all over the world. So I'm, please. I'm also hosting Anthony for a three-day body class in our town oh, in yeah. November 13th. So if you guys are looking for a three-day body class, uh, you're welcome to join us. And we're going to have a cocktail party at our house one of the nights. And you can go on the dolphin cruises. We live on the ocean. And it's a it's a beautiful thing. So uh, yeah. to come and enjoy. Awesome. Right. Thanks, Anne. Thank Thanks, so everybody, Thank for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review. For more about Anthony, please come visit dranthonymatters.com. And if you'd like to know more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com.